Welcome to the Conversation Starters, a podcast about getting past small talk and into deeper conversations with anyone. I'm Karina and I'm Hannah, and today we're talking about a listener question um, about being a newcomer to an already established group. Um, but first, we'll do our conversation starting question of the week. So our question this week is, what's one thing that you are now that you never thought you'd be? And one thing you're not that you always thought you'd be? Mm, this is a, a personal one, I would say. I like this question. So we received a, a great question from a listener, and he wanted to know what we would recommend for getting to know a group of people when when you're coming in as a newcomer but the group is already established you know they have a shared history and and inside jokes and references and um like a way of interacting basically they've known each other for longer than you've known them yeah exactly and i think this question is also relevant to a lot of other situations like for example meeting your in-laws or you know uh, colleagues things like this yeah It's a great question and it's very, very relevant. I can deeply relate to this question because moving to a new country and starting a new job and going to a new church and finding new friends and all these things have put me in so many situations where I'm with a completely new group of people that has known each other and I'm just like the outsider. And it's not always easy. There is, like, you're very conscious of yourself whenever you're in front of a bunch of people. There are so many thoughts going through your head. You're analyzing them visually and you're listening to their voices. You're, like, picking up so many first impressions of so many people while they are all only focused on you. Oh, yeah, definitely. And especially if you're maybe struggling with other aspects of being new, you know, depending on the situation, you are probably in this new group because there are a lot of other <laughs> things in your life that are in transition or whatever. And so that stress you carry with you can make you feel like you're not at your best. Exactly. And you're just remembering people's names and starting from nothing. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a very common situation where conversation can be hard. So what we want to do in this episode is we want to talk about things that helped us in situations like that and things we want to apply in our lives. We're both still learning and we're both still very awkward in some situations, <laughs> but we're learning. And if you're someone in a group that we just got to know and you're listening to this podcast, enjoy the laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So you and I talked about this a little bit before recording. And one of the things that I, I really kept thinking about is um, when you're in this situation, everything in you, like your natural instinct is, is just to think about yourself and how you come across. This is a very valid thing to think about, of course. Um, but I don't think we need to tell you to put some effort into that. Like you are going to do it. Um, whereas I think many of us, we struggle a lot with turning our focus to the new people or to the group itself in a way that yeah. is, is curious, is interested in helping or contributing to this new environment. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of distracted from ourselves because these people 
are engaging and interesting and so on. A lot of times I think we take the fact that they're they're interesting or attractive or whatever, and then we suddenly turn it back into ourselves. Like, oh, do I am I cool yes. enough? Or will they like me? Or I don't compare well. You know, instead of letting them just be interesting and then getting excited and being someone who's really uh, kind of free in how you engage, instead, anything good about them comes back to how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a natural instinct. And it's crazy. We allow people that impress us to intimidate us right away without yes. without them doing anything. I've experienced this lately where there were people that I was deeply impressed by and I felt like I couldn't talk to them because I felt intimidated. And then I, when I stopped for a moment to think about it, I was like, wait, why? What's wrong with you? You're really impressed by these people. Why do you feel like you can't talk to them anymore? Go up and talk to them. Like I made it a point for me to like go up to this person and talk to them to kind of diffuse this thought in my mind of, oh, I can't or I'm not worthy. I don't know where where this comes from. We just find a lot of identity or I I can say I find a lot of identity in belonging somewhere and in being known and being understood and being valued by people. And when you're when you're coming to a group, you're conscious that they don't know anything about you and they don't know your value. They don't know your skills. They don't know the good things about you. Mm-hmm. Yes. You said something really interesting, which is we all gain a lot of confidence and a sense of identity by belonging and by being known. And this is like a foundational thing that a starting point for this podcast, right? Is that yeah. we all want this, we all need it. And so when you're coming into a, a group, like, and let's, Yeah, most of the groups that we've used as examples, you are looking for that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so and so the fact that it's not there yet is what puts you off your balance. Exactly. And yet it's your desire to have that that's bringing you into the group. And so there is a sense where you kind of have to own it. Sometimes we feel a little bit embarrassed by how much we're lonely or how much we want friends or how much we want acceptance. Yeah. And so then we sort of want to be too cool for it. And then yeah. we don't initiate we don't actually oh my gosh Hannah I'm gonna start crying stop saying these things <laughs> you know I, I, I'm how completely... are you reading me you know <laughs> I'm completely speaking from my own experience I mean you know I have layers of experiences with this recently yeah yeah but I think we want to just bring attention to a lot of different things that will naturally happen in this type of mm-hmm. dynamic and say like mm-hmm. okay Is, if your personality is this way, you could lean into this one and so on, you know, give you a bunch of different yeah. things to consider to sort of help us break out of those um, places where we get stuck in ourselves, you know, in our own heads. I know I used to sometimes get quite sarcastic when I met new people because uh, I felt like that gave me the chill that I needed to like seem cool and distanced and unneedy, unclingy, and like just, you know, I'm so confident. Maybe another tendency might be oversharing or like opening up so much about yourself and becoming too dependent on the other people too fast. 
I think whether you're extroverted or introverted, you probably are very, very self-conscious and, and even very confident people. Like I've met people where they're new to a group, they're so confident, and yet you can tell they are still very focused on themselves and how they're dominating the conversation or whatever. Their insecurity comes out in different ways. Yeah. I think there are definitely people who are... Um, who naturally enjoy new groups of people and get connected much more quickly. And it comes with experience and confidence and so on. Like that, that, this is what we're all aiming for. Right. But, but I don't think it's a, an introvert extrovert uh, dichotomy. No, no, not at all. Not at all. And I think we've talked about this before. You can hide your insecurities by asking the questions or hide your introversion by asking the questions because you're steering the con conversation and that means you're steering it and you're defining the subject but you're also putting the attention on the other and you're not having to share too much yourself yes thank you for bringing it back because i think that's that's really where we started here is just Get curious about the people and the group dynamic, because presumably, if you're coming into a group that already has an identity, they have feelings about it. You know, they have stories and thoughts about themselves. And so they like to talk about themselves. And so if you're coming in new, if you share that interest, that's a great starting point. And so, yeah, that's something that you can immediately adopt is just a posture of, okay, so tell me about like when you hear an inside joke or something like don't get offended or feel left out isn't it great to be in a group that has its own <laughs> culture and shared history exactly. you know but instead maybe later or one-on-one -on -one or in a situation say okay tell me why does everyone keep bringing up this around this person and then you get mm -hmm. brought in you know I've noticed sometimes people are talking about something I have no idea about which is normal because it's a new group and I'll just be like nodding and smiling and I'll catch myself in the moment being like, it's okay if you ask what that means because you're new to the group. And then I'll be like, oh, actually, tell me, wh what is that? I've never heard about that. And then, of course, the people are not surprised. You don't understand. But we feel like we need to know everything about the group and we need to understand everything to fit in. But actually, you just need to be interested to fit in. Yes, I so agree. I mean, let's make... <laughs> Obviously, there is a caveat here of we're thinking, we're giving this group the benefit of the doubt that these are like nice, decent people. Amazing and I, people. Yeah. Of course, there are places that are really exclusive and don't want someone new to join. Okay, so. Steer clear. <laughs> let's, let's tell some examples. I remember going to an event or some kind of group. I can't remember the exact context, but afterward, um, people went out for food. And so I'm with this group um, and they all went to the same university or they, you know, they, they knew each other from various things. And I was new to the area. So, mm -hmm. and it was one of those situations where you get seated on a long table and you are just stuck with whoever you're sitting by. <laughs> the social stress that can come from this situation is just immense. But it, anyways, so I was seated across from two girls who are best friends forever only interested in joking and talking to each other like they have zero interest in me so I asked them okay how do you guys know each other oh we're roommates we're you know da, da, da. what I ended up doing was asking each of them to tell me I think I said 10 things about the other and I and I phrased it basically like okay you guys know each other really well you tell me 10 things about her and you tell me 10 things about her and they just 
lit up because for them, there was something really hilarious about not knowing what the other person is going to share and are they going to embarrass me and well, what am I going to say next? Mm -hmm. And it it became this Mm -hmm. game. And I knew that I was just the excuse for this trip down their friendship nostalgia lane, you know, like, but for me, it was really enjoyable because I didn't come into that thinking we're going to be best friends or something, Yeah. but I'm seated by them and I'm just going to find something interesting about them. And this was an incredible shortcut because I just, I kind of enjoyed their friendship and their stories and history. And instead of talking about like, so what do you do for work? All of a sudden I was hearing about hilarious, embarrassing moments or quirks about the other person and being like, no way, me too, blah, blah, blah. And it was just really, really fun. And I think for them, they had a really great experience. And I was that much closer to getting to know the rest of the group because I had two people that I knew a lot about already. Yeah. And I've used this question or variations of it with, you know, um, couples or um, people that are related to each other, siblings and so on. And you can make it, you know, what is something that no one would know but you? Or like you can make it more dramatic or more personal or keep it very broad like I did in this situation. But it's not so much the question as the posture of just being kind of delighted in (laughs) hearing them talk about each other, whether or not it reflects anything on me. I have a question for you. So I know you're kind of in this situation now in terms of being new, but... um, You have been in this situation many times in your life. Yes. Is there any part of you that kind of enjoys being unknown and mysterious? Or really, is it the sense of belonging that you want? Hmm, That's a great question. Um, I do think that ultimately I do want a sense of belonging. But I, I enjoy the times when I am unknown because I feel like I can reset. Like there are zero expectations and I really enjoy that phase. I'm trying as much as possible to slow down this process of getting to know people and being known by them because I want to try to make it as genuine and honest as possible. Yeah, and that's if you've started a new job or you are... um yeah, joining a new a new group, a new church, a new something where you're meeting a bunch of people at once. Maybe afterwards schedule something with a close friend or call a family member or do something That's a really good tip. where you kind of return to a place where you are known and you already have that comfort and just be like, okay, yeah, this is this is a good check for me because Again, depending on personality, you might be someone who tries to mirror the group so much. Oh, yeah. Or kind of lose yourself in um, in fitting in. And that's where I think being grounded by old friends or family um, or even just your own, whatever, your own writing, your own music, etc. That's a really good point. It can help you, you know. And again, these these tips are kind of hitting for different personalities probably, but... I think that's a good anchor as well. I really like this tip because I do know, I know people and I have done that myself where you mirror the group to the point where you're like basically the same as them and it's just smooth. That's, I guess that's kind of an easy way to go, but you're really not being very honest in there. You're not getting a real sense of belonging in that situation. At some point you need to put yourself out there if you want to be known. And so... And also, like, you do have to believe that you have something to contribute. You know, if you do 
really like this group and you like things about it, it's because there's something in you that's that's drawn to it. And so I think at some point you have to find an excuse kind of to initiate something. I have a lot of, I can think of a lot of examples of this in that I've experienced. Actually, the way that I met my husband was because I was in an existing group of friends and this guy came in uh, new and after just a few weeks he invited everyone to go to his house and watch the Super Bowl, which is a big American football game. And um, and my husband was his friend who came. Like He wasn't in that group of people or anything, but because this guy was willing to put himself out there and share both his friend groups, that's how we met. And I was like, that's actually a very confident move. <laughs> in retrospect, I would never do that. No, no, no. This guy is on the extreme of, uh, of confident newcomer okay it's amazing and it, it was hilarious is that at the time I was like oh my goodness like we have to go to his party because he's new and I don't want him to feel bad if no one comes and then like I later find out that he does not have any trouble making friends at all because <laughs> you show up and it's like he's a blended 10 groups of his already it was like oh okay great but it worked out well for me in the end. What this guy did is very brave because he went ahead and invited the whole group to come over. And it's it's happened to me that I come up with a great activity for this group and I'm like, hey, who's in? And then everybody's like, oh, sorry, I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> and that's, I think, one of the most scary things that can happen to a newcomer when they're trying really hard to get into a group. It's like, oh, sorry, rejection, 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 rejection. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's fine. Allow that. Because we, we're all people who are busy. We have our lives. You really have to try not to personalize those types of rejection because because they have existing habits and routines that haven't included you in the past. And so it's going to take some time for it all to sync up. Try something else. Or another way would be to work with someone in the group to initiate something like, hey, do you guys ever go out and do this? Um, and then let them help you initiate it. Yeah. I, I would still add two things. Be aware of what's happening in their lives. That's what, like, the first thing you want to do is ask questions. What's happening here? What's happening there? Be aware of how someone's work schedule is. If they have kids, if someone's moving, be there. Help them move. Help them through the things that are very normal in life. If you have a shy personality, one piece of advice I was given that has always served me well is... If you get invited to someone's home or a gathering or an event um, where there's going to be a lot of people you don't know, I think there's an instinct to show up late because you're putting off going and because you sort of want to slip in unnoticed. But actually, the earlier that you come, you know, if you can be there, maybe not first, but, you know, among the earlier people, you have time to talk to the host, to meet people as they arrive, to sort of find your spot uh, in the room or helping out and get over your initial nerves before things really get started. And that works a lot better. And oftentimes the host is someone that, you know, you want to get to know because they will help connect you to others. They are the ones initiating events and um, have more hospitable personality. Um, yeah, I think this is really worthwhile. Obviously huge caveats for your culture and showing up early and what that means and whether it's appropriate for you in this situation. But if it is, 
I, I it's, it's really helped me a lot. I, I did that. Um, and when I was in university, some of the people I'm really, really good friends with right now, they used to invite us on Friday nights. Um, and I used to go early. I didn't know them very well, but I was really intrigued and interested in getting to know them. And so I would go early every Friday and, uh, it made some of the best evenings of my life. I mean, we would have so much fun. I would just be helping with uh, preparing the food or, and I would just be talking to the children, talking to them. I know if they hear this, they won't be surprised because they know I love them so much. <laughs> but I actually, I actually, that made a huge difference in my relationship with them and in my feeling of belonging. Because when you connect to the host, it's such a good, way to connect to the group and that brings me into the next thing I wanted to say is if you're someone who has a hard time connecting to a group of people choose a person in the group and focus on them you don't have to become friends with everybody at the same time and you and that's so much easier to get into slowly and more naturally than a huge group of people (laughs) I think a lot of the time a group has a person who is extra warm and accepting and it's possible that you and I are that person like it's true (laughs) this is why we have this podcast and it's kind of slanting our perspective but we're both the person who's like oh no the person is left out (laughs) yes but only if we if we are already like part of the group because when you're a newcomer it's a bit different or at least for me well that's it for today. Yeah, this was great. So guys, if you want to get in touch, you can email us at contact at theconversationstarters.com. Um, find us on Instagram at theconversationstarters and send us more questions like this one. You know, what situations would you like us to talk about next? Thank you guys for listening to this episode of The Conversation Starters. We'll stay in touch through our Instagram and we hope to talk to you soon again. See ya! If you could think of a couple things that you would say, don't do this, maybe from experience or observation, what would you say? Don't make the group your whole life or don't make belonging to this group work, whatever it is. Don't make it your whole life because wait, I think I'm getting a call. Did you say you're getting a call? Yeah, I, I declined it. Is it because there's other people in your life besides me? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Perfect timing. Have other people in your life other than Hannah, you who you do your podcast with. <laughs> I just had one of my closer friends schedule a call at this time to remind you that I have other friends. <laughs> it was actually my mom. <laughs> <laughs>